Do you know what it's like to be on the bill and to play for 15 minutes and the only people there to see you are the other bands and their girlfriends? From Buffalo, New York, the broken folding table capital of the world, it's the Struggle is Real Buffalo Music Podcast. Welcome to the Struggle is Real Buffalo Music Podcast, where we talk about the craziness that is being an independent musician in Western New York. I'm Ryan Garnett, and... Hi, I'm Castuan. It's nice to see you, Cassidy. I'm here. I like it. So, uh, on episode 67 of the Struggle is Real Buffalo Music Podcast, we're going to be talking with local singer-songwriter Devin Mullen, who performs under the name Anxious Kids Make Good People. Uh, We're going to talk to him about his prolific album release schedule, his different roles around the Buffalo music scene, uh, what goes into his songwriting. Poet, author, interviewer. Uh, wordsmith. Smart guy. Smart guy. Smart guy. Um, so we'll do all that, and we're also going to play a game with him called Excessively Long Band Name or Excessively Long Emo Song Title. His band name isn't excessively long, in, right? In Buffalo it is. In Buffalo it is. In Buffalo it is. As I mentioned in the interview, uh, Robin Banks and the New Spectacular is the longest one, but not like a jazz name, because like some of these are like the Luke Simonelli Trio and Quartet. That doesn't count. Okay. So um, I counted, and I didn't count spaces. He's at 25 characters. Robin Banks is at 30. And right now, there's at least, I, there have in the past probably been longer names, but those are, those were. Ryan Garnett, this is why you should be appreciated for your critical analysis of everything that is Buffalo music. I mean, this is a level of detail in your. Yeah, I got, yeah. A, lot, I got a lot of time on my hands. <laughs> COVID. No, uh, 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 Robin Banks was at 30. Uh, Karina and the Six String Preacher was okay. somewhere around like 28. Oh, and there's a, a woman who operates out of Rochester named Nicole Christian, and I can't remember what the name of her band is, but it's like Nicole Christian and the Caravan. Okay. I think those were those were the only three I found at, at, a, at a you know a pretty decent look at the uh, Western New York music list. Well, you almost you, uh, you you obviously want to shorten down and abbreviate, give it one of those acronym kind of. Perhaps. Maybe. I don't know. I, I once wanted to start a band called Four United Catholic Kids, just for its acronym. But again, I was like in middle school. I, I don't know. I was always better at making up the band names than I was at oh, good. banding. I, I could use your help. Awesome. Actually, you know what? Before we get started with, with, with the next segment, because I mean, we got time. Time. Tell, tell me what you think about this band name. Okay. Inside Outrage. Inside Outrage works. You like that? It works. What kind of band would Inside Outrage be? Oh, man. See, because I initially go to the Disney movie inside. There's like a Disney Pixar Inside Out, right? Oh, that's a great movie. Right. But then there's Rage, which is just clearly Rage Against the Machine. And those things don't go together at all. So I would imagine that band to be playing some kind of a cartoony level, synthy, poppy uh, rap rock. All right. Well, that's the that, that's the new name my band's talking about, and we are nice. none of those things. Nice. But uh, no, I've been, I we we sat down for a really long time going through names, and I came up with that that one kind of popped in there. I'm like, I kind of like that. So we'll see. When I can't think of what something reminds me of, I'm like, oh, they must be shoegaze. That's what we're shooting for. Actually. Be shoegaze. Yes, it's kind there of noisy and shoegaze. That's what I meant. <laughs> So, um, also on this episode, we're going to play uh, some music from Anxious Kids um, Make Good People, and we also have a brand new track from a band called Knuton. Knuton. I, th- I think it's how you say it. It's K-A-N-U-T-O-N. 
Canuton. So um, Canuton. that band features Angel Rivera of Super Tugger and... Uh, of lots of bands. Yeah, Card Sheets and formerly the Viva Noir. And uh, yeah, we're going to be playing one of his songs coming up. And I, it's good. Everything Angel does is pretty cool, I got to say. Nice. But first... Breaking news. Drumroll, please. That made the news sound more exciting than it really is, kids. <sighs> Buffalo's orange again. Yeah, right? Trajectory. Uh, I, I, like uh, As we record, we're orange. Yes, it is currently uh, Saturday, November 21st, and you'll be hearing this on December 1st. I have a feeling it's not going to get better by then. It might get worse. but The prospect is not great. It's yeah. not looking... Outlook is not great. That's what I meant. Yeah. So, yeah, no, we, we kind of hung out at Milky's. Um, we kind of just hung out. We kind of we kind of knew. It was like a few of the regulars and the employees there, and we, we kind of knew that was going to be the last hurrah for a while. So... Yeah. Um, my hope is that maybe like January 1st, we're going to start seeing some reopenings. I think that would make... You'd hope. And it's a strange blessing and curse as far as what I've seen um, artists putting out as far as uh, releasing and finding creative ways to release their music over the internet from this socially safe distance. Um, obviously, we all miss the atmosphere of our, our live music venue yeah. and it is a very strange social responsibility that has us where we are. I hope to see these venues recover. I hope there to be a way in the interim that they are uh, supported. My my hope and is, is, is based on nothing is that once we inaugurate a new president in January that hopefully some stimulus packages that will help the small businesses are going to come out. Yeah. Because, you know, I mean, with Milky's like if he just had something to pay the rent every month, the, you know, he could cover the utilities and everything and he, he'd be fine. Well, there's like the band together Buffalo and there are some creative ways that live music are coming across as far sure. as, uh, you know, that kind of support and public donation. There's ways to tap into and be a patron of the arts yet. Yeah. Uh, but again, it's, it's the holiday season and everything else, man. I yeah. get that everyone's spread really thin. Absolutely. So, but now most of the research has shown that a lot of the, the venues aren't causing it. The restaurants aren't really causing it. The gyms aren't really causing it. It's people in their basements having 40 friends over for a party and things like that. And, you know, it's, it, it's a little everything. Don't get me wrong. But they're kind of finding that that's more what the problem is than these little places. But so I know that's really frustrating to a lot of people. But th 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 this has to be done. Like, we need to be able to just take the time to shut this down, to recover, to get better. It, we did it wrong the first time. And now people are so impatient about a second lockdown, like a shutdown. But if we did it right the first time, we wouldn't be here the second so i know if you i know you i know everyone misses their music i i i, I take take whatever money you'd spend at whatever bar you'd go to and buy some bands music on Bandcamp. truly truly and there's I, patreon type there's patreons, of subscription kickstarters and it, it's not the same and that sucks but you know you can still take that same amount of money you can still invest it in a band and then you can still enjoy something that comes from it whether it's whether it's something you get from a patreon or a kickstarter or buying an album or even a t like t-shirt well, vinyl this Anything. has me thinking of Festivus. I know that that's one of the, the yeah. you know things we're going to discuss, but Festivus for the Buffalo Infringement Festival is usually the time where I go and pick up my infringement hoodies and, and that kind of thing, and it's a different kind of year. I mean... Yeah, no, I, I think... Um 
I don't even think we're going to have the design done by Festivus, which is intentional because we don't need it done in time for it. So I think we're actually going to do the um, the design contest a little later this year. Yeah. So we're thinking well, about maybe announcing the winner at Festivus or announcing the launch at Festivus. So we'll see. As I said to you earlier, um, off the the recording, I feel like if we can, um, through whatever resources with social media, other platforms, promote area bands that have merch available as sure, well as local absolutely. music venues doing cool things. I almost said a bad word. Um, you can say bad words here. I, I try not to, you know me. Yeah. <laughs> I'll say all the shit. It's okay. Very guarded. But, and, and like it, now I know the number one priority while we're doing something like this is like musicians, bands are getting depressed. You, there's always other people in the community you can talk to about this. If, if anything happens like that, I don't want to see people getting down like that. So taking care of yourself is the number one priority. But if you're a musician, there's a lot of things you can be taking advantage of now that we kind of in a shut in this shutdown. You can plan out a Kickstarter. You can write new material. You can get some merch for sale. Because if now we're telling people, you know, go out and spend that money on merch, now sounds like a great time to get get some merch then. Sure. So, um, you know, take care of yourself. But like, like if you have extra time because you're unemployed, that's time you can be putting into your band. And if it's even an hour a day, you can do some really great things for yourselves to set yourselves up so when bars reopen, you're not just playing shows again, but you're playing shows again, and there's people excited that you're playing shows again. You know what I mean? Sure. No, I've seen a lot of area bands doing great things as far as their live uh, casted performances over Facebook. Or Crash has done some really cool things. Yeah, man. And you, it, there are bands who are using that as an opportunity to also support uh, the Buffalo Food Bank or an area charity that they, yep. they care for. So I really do applaud the creativity I've seen and the amount of wonderful um, spirit and live local music that's still coming across. Yeah, no, I, and, and for, you know, getting back to that, I, I've had so many musicians help me out with some of the fundraisers I did. I did more at like April, May before, right? But before everyone else did, and then you kind of get swallowed up. But, um, you know, musicians are getting hit so hard by this, but there were so many people who were still willing to lend their time to help raise money for others. And, um, this is just a belated extra thank you to anyone who helped out with that. And anyone who's helping out with any charity, you know, the fact that musicians aren't making money, but they're still willing to help that says so much to me about how great our community is and sure. how we're willing to work for each other. Um, so yeah, take some time. You can stay at home. You can still get stuff done. It's not as fun, but you can still do it. So yeah. Um, but to get back to Festivus, um, we now have uh, we have some more acts on than before. I don't remember who we had announced in the last episode. Um, I believe it was Chucky Campbell. We have Sydney Flanagan's new band, Star Juice. Amazing. Right. We have the Misdemeanors Burlesque Group. We have two stand-up comedians, uh, Amy Lee Connell and Chantelle Alello. And newly announced, Buffalo Infringement friend, Buffalo. On he's, a, he's not from Buffalo, but he's from Buffalo. Lazy Ass Destroyer. Love Lazy D. Well, it's actually, it's a Lazy D solo performance. Interesting. So it's just going to be him. And the one thing he wanted me to make sure people know, so if you're a Lazy D fan, like, check this out. He's just doing, like, all, like, weird kind of, like, B-sides and covers, like, all the stuff you wouldn't normally hear him do. So I'm really excited about that. Like, when, uh, 
uh, when we saw a couple infringements ago, uh, I remember them covering Freedom of Choice by Devo. Right. And I'm like, and I, I love Devo too, so I'm like, this is so cool. So I'm, I'm excited to see what kind of stuff he does. My favorite Lazy Ass Destroyer memories are from Filigree's Nobodies when they were playing um, our, our, our big man had his cutoff shorts on. Oh, Krusty, yeah. Krusty's up on top of his, his, his amp. amp in the cutoff shorts, rocking out. I think there was a leather vest involved. I'm not really Usually, sure. Yep, yep. You know, but they're, they're something else. I, 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 the first time I saw them, it was with uh, it was with Krusty standing on top of a minivan when they played in a parking lot. Uh, Krusty's gone though. I don't know if you knew that. But I don't. Yes, it's... yes, he left the band about a year ago. I know. I don't know what he has replaced them with. I know he was having some new guys come in, but uh, you will get to see a great solo performance from that. So if you're interested, just uh, check out the Buffalo Infringement Festival page What's on Facebook. What's the date for that? It's, it's the Saturday after Bean. Christmas. That was a Yoda way to ask that yeah. question. <laughs> Date time is the way. No, um, it is. Uh, it's always the Saturday after Christmas, so it just happened to be December twenty sixth. Perfect. So if you're sitting at home on December twenty sixth, you need something to do. Um, I think it's going to run from eight to eleven. Uh, it's five dollars to get the password to the event on Zoom. Um, and uh, you know, I can say I've seen Chucky Campbell before on Zoom, and he's amazing. We had one of our fundraisers about him before. I, I should put that video online at some point. So I think it's going to be a really great show, and also. Um, uh, I think we may have discussed it briefly in the last episode. Chucky Campbell's retiring. Well, there you go. So um, he's kind of finishing up his album that he has and like all of his things he has planned. So we're probably going to see him for like another year doing his stuff. And then he's probably just going to go into uh, in his college teaching stuff and his hibernation speaking and yeah, whatever the hell he wants. For a minute, a new incarnation. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, it's, uh, it's one of, it'll be one of your last chances to check them out, so I highly recommend doing that. And then, um, this segment's running long, but I don't care today, Cassidy. I don't. <laughs> he quits. We are having a New Year's Eve countdown show that's going to air on, all, on allwny.com. Lovely. So um, it's going to be, it's going to start from, it's going to go from 9 p.m. to 1 a.m., and um, I have I've put up a I've made a list of my favorite songs from the year. We're gonna be playing a bunch of those. Uh, we'll probably have some of our games as we usually do in there. Uh, I'm gonna have a whole bunch of guests. It's gonna be pre-recorded just because. I'm asleep, but <laughs> usually, but no, um, we're going to have some comedians come in. We're going to have some musicians come in. We're going to do a bunch of short little segments with everyone. I think it'll be really fun. Um, and we're also going to be uh, debuting our best of 2020 episode, which our lovely editor, John, is putting together. Um, I think that'll go at the beginning. So that'll be from like nine to ten. And cool. then from ten to one, it'll be the special show we're putting together for you. Special holiday programming. Yeah. And I'm so happy to be working with Scott Leffler and all WNY again. I think this is a uh, I think this agreement works out really great for both of us. A win -win. Win. Exactly. All right. Enough of us. Listen to the musics. Um, so yeah, this is a song by Knutin. Um I really hope I'm saying it right. Um, so yeah, this is one of Angel Rivera's bands. I've been in a few bands with him. He's usually like the lead guitarist. He sings in this band. Oh, and cool. This is a song that he was working on when I was in uh, Viva Noir, like God, almost ten years ago. And I, I really liked the riff. And I think it's a cool song, and he finally got it recorded with Knutin. So uh, this is a song called Dreamer's Dream, and we're going to hear that. And then we were going to be back with our interview with Anxious Kids Make Good People. Is that what you wanted? It wasn't supposed to be laughter. It okay. was supposed to be an exciting smile. Uh, okay. Okay. I'm going to get that better. How about that? Hooray! Hooray! All right, we'll be right back. <laughs> Wait for it. Wait for it. 
All right, we'll be right back with our interview with Devin Mullen.
And we're back here on the Struggle is Real Buffalo Music Podcast on westernnewyorkmusic.com. That was Dreamer's Dream by Knuton, who uh, it's Angel Rivera's new band, and they just put a new album out. And that's actually a song I worked on with him. That's fun. Back in the Viva Noir days. And now we are joined by Devin Mullen, uh, also known as Anxious Kids Make Good People. Hey, Devin, how's it going? Not too bad, Ryan. How are you guys doing? We're doing great. Thanks for having us on. Or, thank you. <laughs> wow. It is, it is my pleasure. I'm where so are my sound happy effects? to have you on your own show. Oh, where is your sound effects? They're right, I, 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 I placed them right near you, actually. <laughs> All right, let's try that again. Sure. Devin, thank you for joining us. So, let's start with your name, Anxious Kids Make Good People. Um, as a solo artist, what kind of inspired you to kind of take on like a full like moniker like that? Well, I, I view the process of music as, you know, a, a language of expression. And anxiety in particular is sort of one of those misunderstood emotions where we, we have uh, this association with it as being sort of youthful or uninformed or uneducated. It was around the time I was reading what the definition of angst actually is. Uh, when, you, when you read Jean-Paul Sartre, uh, angst is the acute awareness of one's mortality. And I believe that anxiety then can serve as sort of uh, an animus for a better kind of morality. Thus, kids who are anxious, they're probably more mindful of the problems of the world and will act on them in a positive way. Anxious kids make good people. Wow. Yeah. Um, it is poetic. I do and love that, actually. Most people, I'm like, so where'd your band name come from? I was like, eh, it was just the one we stuck with. But no, that's a, that's actually a very well thought out way. And I actually like the name a lot more now, knowing that. Okay. I know. I can see how in your songwriting and the presentation of your music, you're treating your songwriting and music as therapy. And, you know, channeling certain, I mean, as everyone does, but you are definitely making note of that in a very uh, brave and real way. And it's, it's a whole nother thing, I think, to be a performer as a solo artist because it is so stripped down um, that it takes a different kind of brave to put out your feelings in that kind of form. I mean, it's, it's either brave or foolhardy. I don't know. It's, 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 hard, it's hard to figure. Ah, well, thank you. Thank you. I don't know. Sometimes, sometimes you get up there, though, and you're like, man, I could really use with a tambourine player. You know? <laughs> so. I don't know, Devin. I shake a mean tambourine. You can't put that out there and not have it be a request. I've, I'm a really good Guiro player. <laughs> and get me near a Vibra Slap, and you, you, you'll be stunned. Who, who doesn't love a good Vibra Slap? Yeah, cake loves a good Vibra Slap. That's right. That's all you need. So, um, you, I, I just want to let you know, you are, uh, you are six letters away from being the longest band name in Buffalo. So, you got to tell me the longest, then. Uh, the longest, I actually wrote this down, it is Robin Banks and the New Spectacular. Oh, that, that is spectacular. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. I, not counting spaces, that's 30 characters where you're at 25. Right, well, I gotta, I gotta step my game up, clearly. Yeah, anxious kids make good people and well-rounded adults, I think. Mo most of the time, I mean, hedge my bets, hedge my bets on it. So now you have a lot of different roles locally. Um, you've helped write for westernnewyorkmusic.com. Um, you're involved with music as art. Um, kind of talk about all the things you're doing and like what about all this makes you like the happiest about your kind of involvement and everything. So sure. Um, 
so as you said, I'm a music reviewer for, for WNY Music. Um, I enjoy that. I also function as that for Music is Art. I am hosting, along with Mike Shamil, this series of interviews called The Eighth Note Sessions. Cool. Um, I've seen some of that, heard some of that. Is there uh, somewhere that our listeners could find that? Yeah, it's right on the, the Facebook page for Music is Art. You can find it under the video tab, and we are currently in the process of getting that up in a podcasting format. So that should be, I would assume, on Apple Music or where, wherever you can find your local podcast <laughs> repositories. Whatever. I have a sort of nesting doll question that goes with that. You know, here we are interviewing you as a local artist, but do you have a favorite local artist that you have then in that function reviewed? Oh, Mike Farrell. Done and done. Yeah. yeah. He was a guest here with us and ultimately extremely impressive. He's yeah, his character radiates, you know. I mean, he, he's he's the real deal. I mean, you want to you want to look at someone living the modern day bardic tradition. Uh, you know, truth teller and all that. That's that's Farrell. Yeah. And he's prolific in his songwriting. Um, it, your experience as a songwriter started when? When did you first? Uh, um, so I'd, I'd been writing like really sort of unfortunate poetry for for most of my life. I guess the, the time I put it into songwriting was around when I was 18. Uh, I'd written a song called Teenage Remorse. And yeah, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I feel like I was jumping the gun a little bit. I still had two more teenage years, but I was like, eh, it's mostly a period of remorse. That's fine. I'll get by. Do you still perform your early songs in the same? Oh, no. Light? Never. No, no. It's, it's... <laughs> no, it's, it's chaff. I mean, most of it, uh, a lot of the stuff I do is archival in the moment. It's like, I just want to remember how I felt and get it sort of in stone so I can look back and because music is transportive, right? It'll take you to a different place on a different time. Um, so speaking of which, you are, how many albums have you put out? Uh, 14. 14. I joked when we mentioned at the end of the last episode that we're going to have you on this one, that I'd mentioned the name of your most recent album, but you'd probably put out two more before the episode came out. That's funny. So, <laughs> um, man, that, that's really prolific. And that's actually, and I, I think it's really impressive. So, how how long of a time did it take you to get those fourteen releases done? Um, my production schedule is really, uh, I don't know, it's it's unstable. Uh, this this year in particular, I'm I'm looking to get out the fourth album for this year before the end of December. Uh, cool. It's yet to be released. What is the name of that album? Uh, Empathy X Saudade which is a Brazilian word, which means- I was gonna an, say. <laughs> yeah, well, a, a Portuguese word. It means like an intense, uh, sort of sweet, sort of bitter longing. Uh, but yeah, in, in terms of production schedule, I mean, it means it's really contingent on the, the nature of the work. Sure. Have you found that your own, uh, you know, music making and production schedule has been changed by the COVIDs. Like, are you in quarantine using that time differently than you would have? So it's an abundance of time and a challenge of motivation. Right. Yeah. It's 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 that it's that old supermarket paradox. You got too many choices to make, so you end up making none potentially. Right. So yeah. 
Are you someone who speaks other languages? You strike me as a guy who's quite um, versed in, in literary literature, you know, poetry and, and that kind of stuff. But are you someone who's multilingual? I mean, I'll, I'll pretentiously pepper in different parts of, you know, different parlances or whatever. No, um, I the only thing I can speak conversationally is Spanish. Um, and then I, I do just have a major interest in how different words suggest a different sort of engagement with the world around you and, and your perception of things like the ancient Greeks. Apparently, they didn't have a word for blue. So ah. how how does that inform us of how the ancient Greeks looked at the world if they didn't? I mean, their color most, was the sky there. <laughs> well, right, and what color was the ocean? I mean, there right. Was, they're right on the Mediterranean. How did they how did they view it? Well, it's like, like an etymology that. and a philosophy, and a, we got a lot of cross section. I'm trying to figure this out now, and it's not going to happen. <laughs> oh, Ryan's brain. Yeah. Oh, oh. ADD and OCD just pounding each other. When did you first hear Anxious Kids Make Good People? Um, I know that Devin had played for a show that you put together at the... Um, at the place where people stay called the, the hostel hostel mm. yes mm -hmm. i remember mm -hmm. that being a thing yeah i think uh i think we played together i think that was one of the variety shows they did for a while i think sure i think it was it was uh, kevin kaufman from real movement and it was devin and laning the uprising and i they had, there were a couple others um, that was a really fun night I, I remember telling kevin kaufman that night i'm like dude if you get a band i'll book you and then he had a band like a month later I'm like yes I yeah. told you the same thing, but you like working by yourself. But yeah, I'm a curmudgeon. Yeah, that's cool. It's better um, to know that about yourself than have artistic differences for oh, perpetuity. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. No, um, but I'm I'm familiar with Devin from uh, in Buffalo Infringement Festival. I think is the first time we really spoke. Yep. And um, you know, I put him in a few of I put him. I I hadn't heard of him, and you know, uh, so I kind of put him in some of like the smallerish venues. I think you were in like where were you? Do you remember? I I remember I was in like I. I don't think it was intentional, but you stuck me in like the middle of a uh, construction zone. It was like some that cafe where all the road, yeah, where all the roads were blocked off. I I felt like I needed a, a UN security visa to get in there. Yeah, that um, was that construction on Allen was rough for a few of our venues. But then you put me out in front of uh, Allen Pizza. I remember for like oh, a busking yeah. thing, and that was that was pretty all right. Oh, yeah, awesome. so, but uh, after we're, after the festival, Devin kind of reached out to me and he asked me, like, what can I do to get a better slot? And I, did, I don't even exact, remember my exact advice. Do you remember it? it? It was basically just keep at it, keep making yourself visible, and, uh, you know, don't, don't lose the fight against your own insecurities in so many words. Wow, he, he says, he t talks about the things I say better <laughs> than I do. Gonna, I, Devin's going to be my new uh, translator. You're an inspirational speaker now, Ryan Gornett. <laughs> and before. Don't, right. Yeah, I was going to say, don't, don't act, Not act just like now. that's new. <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I, I heard your stuff and I liked your music. But it was just a matter of getting that name out a little more so we can get you in some of the places that, you know, will pay you and where you'll be in front of more people. You know, not that your own personal genre of music is the most seasonally holiday uplifting uh, selection of tunes, but I could see uh, busking you know, outside of the little crepe shop on, on Main Street or some of these now socially distant pickup restaurant, cafe type settings might need a busker, you know? And if you're a solo act, like uh, 
our friend here that that might be a do you do any busking typically i mean i that's really where i cut my teeth in terms of live performance i i used to bring my guitar out me with me whenever i had gigs working in different cities um because when i when i graduated college that was my gig i was a freelance audio engineer so i'd be getting oh, cool. flown to different places across the country and i'd bring my acoustic um I gotta tell you, New York City is a fun place to busk. Sure. Oh, I guess. Oh, because it it ranges from like complete apathy to hostility, and I love it. It's wonderful. Because I, I I didn't go on the subways because I didn't have a permit or anything. The cops don't want you down there, so I'd just be on like the corner. Um, I remember I had a like I offended a group of FedEx workers one time. <laughs> just like ah, you suck, you know, and. Uh, I was like, yeah, you know, whatever. Thank you. <laughs> but then three seconds later, some guy, and I didn't take him up on this offer, and I don't know if it was genuine, but he was like, you sound really good, so, you know, come in my studio sometimes, you know. Wow. I'm like, oh, yeah, okay, sure. Mm-hmm. You, well, in that type of a city setting, you never know who's going to walk by, and you're going to have fans, and you're going to have critics, certainly, in, in every passerby, but. I, I probably would have ended up on the evening news. Let's be, <laughs> be realistic, you know. Did you have any, uh, when you were out in New York City, were there any busking tunes that did, like, way better than the rest? Uh, yes. I mean, any, it really depends on who walks by, right? I mean, everyone's got their own sure. their own song that does it for them. Uh, I don't do this so much, but there was this old couple. They really liked I Shall Be Released by the band. Um, and they, they stopped and told me this long story about how they'd been with different people for 10 years and they'd gotten back recently and i guess that was their song i mean there's way more interesting songs but that that was their song Hmm. um oh oh yeah it was it was it was so sweet it was honey honey dipped for sure at least it wasn't unchained melody there you go (laughs) (laughs) at least it wasn't heart of rock and roll oh my gosh (laughs) I'd like, to meet, I'd like to meet a couple and they're like our song is the heart of rock and roll and it's like you two shouldn't be together our song is eddie money two tickets to paradise <laughs> oh, <boy>. <laughs> <laughs> oh. have you ever written a song like that Devin? have you ever written a song like that was expressly about a relationship in the sense of lovey-doveyness uh, oh lovey-doveyness um do you have any songs that are most likely to be named a couple's it's our song I I would say not most most songs I have regarding romance. I mean, I wrote a breakup album, which is uh, uh, monstrous. It's a, it's a chi- it's a it's a grotesque chimera of a work. It's called A Fistful of Yarn. Um, and I, I I mean, there are moments of sweetness in a lot of songs, but to actually set out and just be sweet for like what two minutes. <laughs> God, that seems like an eternity. I, I don't think I got it in me. <laughs> I have to ask a standard singer-songwriter question mm-hmm. about the nature of your uh, creative process, I guess. Are you the type of guy who's got pages and pages of notebook lyrics and then you're you're fitting them into melodies as they come into your mind? Or are you the opposite where you're always humming a melody and then, you know, writing specific to that? Yeah, so I, I have a book and dreams of lyrics that I burn every year. Um, that you burn cathartically, yeah. Yep, yep, like like some, you know, ritualist or something. And then I spend a lot of time pacing and talking and humming to myself. Uh, 
you know, I, I try to get 45 minutes in a day of just pacing in the basement in what I call the anxious corner. And that's why I work out all the ideas of the time and the day and, you know, weigh the world on the cosmic scale or whatever. Um, take that time to do that. It's healthy to take that time to do that. You know, people say, I, it sounds crazy to me, but people are like, oh, that sounds like a great idea. I'm like, mm-hmm. Well, if you think about doing it and you, you plan to do it for like therapeutic goals, that's fine. But if you just find yourself doing it, yeah, then, yeah, that's, then that's a different conversation. Yeah. I, I would say... Just talk to someone. But. So I said to myself, self. <laughs> yeah. I would say my creative process is syncretic. It's the, the sort of slamming together of random creative impulses into something that resembles form. But there's not the... A set upon process. I'm not like, okay, so today I'm gonna be working on counter melodies or polyrhythms for the sure. you know, whatever. Well, and a lot of working as a solo artist on your own kind of tunes and your own kind of mindset, you know, you're not then up against other people looking to piece their parts into it. Have you worked with bands in the past? Like you've been a member of? Oh, sure. I mean, I the only group I've ever played with was. Uh, it was like an Americana band called the Karens. I don't okay. think there's I don't think there's anything with me on for recording, but uh, they had a residency at the Tudor Lounge for their happy hour, so I, I'd play once a month with them. Um, and then for this last album, Tom, I had Mike Farrow, Sally Schaefer of Over and Out, oh, and Sarah Elizabeth Shaw uh, contribute on it. And you an all star album, I think, is what I'm hearing. Well. I, I, I mean, they're, they're wonderful. I probably could have done more to, to frame them as well as they deserve. But um, upcoming, I'm working on a song, too, with uh, Philip Savetz and... Philip who? Uh, Steven. Philip Steven. Oh, Philip Steven. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's actually going to be our next guest on the podcast. Oh, he's... You, you want to talk, like, good, good singer-songwriter stuff and have someone who's enthusiastic and knowledgeable? That's your dude. Yeah, sure. no, I'm... I'm a big fan. I'm looking forward to having him in. So as far as the production and audio engineering, you're taking care of that from the home front? That's stuff that you're recording? Yep. Yeah. That's good, too, man. I mean, in, in the same respect, it's good to have other ears on it. It's really nice to be able to take that process all the way through. Where did you go to college? Uh, SUNY New Paltz. Oh, cool. And you studied, you studied, you studied audio engineering? I studied sound design and English literature. There you go. And a little biology and a little psychology and a little history and a little acting. This um, all makes sense. It's more than I like. Yeah. Well, I, I, I was lucky. I came into to school with like a year and a half of credit. Um, I'm a city honors graduate and they, you know, they cram all that college prep stuff down your throat when you're doing it. So I was, I was well set up for that. Right. Um, so, so I had time to dick around. Who doesn't love that? <laughs> oh, absolutely. So you've got your, your album that you said you're putting together, hoping to release by the end of the year. And then as far as your music is art correlation and interviews, what is next for those projects? So tomorrow we are interviewing a young man named Noah, part of the Starving Artist Project which is like a, a youth collective and I, I think we still have to find out you know what what they got going on with corona um 
in terms of who we're trying to get for guests right now, it's just a complete survey of the Western New York population. We're really trying to uh, not be one-sided in what kinds of guests we're getting on. So I think we're looking more at like the activism and, and political communities sure. right now. Um, if someone is interested in being a guest on the show, uh, what would be the best way to contact you? Yeah, so you can message me directly on Facebook. Uh, you can always leave a comment or uh, express some interest in our Music Industry Alliance group also on Facebook. That's a major hub for getting your work uh, written up, getting an interview. We also have a lot of creative workshops there, a monthly mm -hmm. singer-songwriter meeting, uh, which has been, I, I've enjoyed it, which is saying something. <laughs> um yeah that I, I would say that the music industry alliance page on facebook yeah, yeah. now uh we are we're running out of time uh what is your what what's your covid plan now that everything's kind of getting shut down again are you just gonna keep putting out new records or do you see it you know tr you trying any different things or just kind of keeps uh keep keep going the way you have been yeah, so, you know, get get this record done. Uh, I've been sitting on a book now for a few years. Uh, it's called The Parable Life. So I'm just trying to get that in audiobook format right now and, and do the writing with that. It's usually we create in different modes according to whatever existential and emotional needs we have. And music owing in part to the attenuated state of live music right now, it's a tough mode to operate in. So I'm looking a little oh, bit sure. more at the at the writing, the the more granular sort of way. Have you ever thought about putting any extra time into like any video work or anything like that to kind of accompany what you're doing? I'm, I'm partially colorblind and I, I don't, I, I work too quick. I, I feel like video you really, you need a different kind of intelligence than than I have. I'm not smart in that way. I, I actually just started learning video editing like a week ago, and oh my goodness, yeah, it's yeah. gonna take a while. Cool. I don't know. I could I could see anxious kids make good people, being very Bonnie Prince Billy if it was coordinated effort with some kind of a cartoonist. To, I don't know if you're familiar with the videos that Ooh. they put out, uh, circa two thousand five to ten you know but they had some animated videos that were uh tricksy i all i can oh, say is they were strange and, and weird and colorful i always <laughs> yeah. wanted one of those videos right would be cool I never know almost yellow submarine and the flatness of the but it as um devon plays i could see it being something that would go really well with that type of an artistic um, i mean yeah. me myself i would probably go for more of like a don hertzfeld yeah um, right yeah. I can see that. Yeah. yeah. All right, uh, Devin, do you have enough time to hang around for, for a game in the next segment? Oh, a game. Sure, sure. Excellent. All right, well, we're going to play Truncheon. That's how you say it, right? Yes, that's right. Cool. And what album is that from? Truncheon. Oh, well, that perfect. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, so we're going to hear Truncheon by Anxious Kids Make Good People, and then we are going to be right back here on the Struggle is Real Buffalo Music Podcast on westernnewyorkmusic.com. Yeah. 
back here on the struggles real buffalo music podcast that was truncheon by anxious kids make good people who we are still joined with and Devin, so i created a game it is called excessively long band name or excessively long emo song title <laughs> okay oh so i'm gonna read you off something and you have to tell me if it's a really long band name or a really long song title if you get six out of the ten right i have a prize and if you don't, I think I probably also have a prize. So I try and go both ways. So. All right. I love it. You feeling good? I'm, I'm, I'm engaged. I'm Perfect. ready. Yeah. All I can ask for. Thank you, Cassidy. <laughs> All right. Number one, Vincent Price's Orphan Powered Death Machine. That's a band name. Yeah, it is. I actually, that's I, I, the only one on the list. I actually saw them live. They, are, they were a grind band, and I will forever think that they must have had the most fun time. They did like a 13-minute set, and then they just fucking hang, hung out. And like that was what their tour was, because it's grind. All right, number two, The Undertaker's Thirst for Revenge is Unquenchable. Song or band? The song? That is correct. He's not good. Oh, it, it gets hard. Okay. <laughs> uh, that is by Chiodos, uh, and the full title also includes the phrase, the final battle at the end of it. Okay. All right, number three. Pretty soon, I don't know when, but something is going to happen. Is that a band or a song title? It sounds like a song title. That is correct. That is by Norma Jean. Devin, you're doing pretty good so far. Let's see if we can keep it up. He's confident. I, I'm now confident in him. All right, number four, Fear is the Path to the Dark Side, band or song? And, and we're doing pretentious bands here? Pretentious band names, potentially? I mean, if they're, that, if they're this long, probably. I'm still going to go with song on that. That is incorrect. That is a band. Damn. All right, number five, I've got ten friends in a crowbar that says you ain't going to do jack. Band. That is a song. Really? Ah! The band is called Under Oath. See, this is what happens. As soon as we get confident in someone, we just screw it up for them. I'm Usually me saying someone did well is the kiss of death. Well, thank oh. you. Sorry. <laughs> no, I, I needed a break. It's good. It's good to die. Yeah. All right. Number six. Turn off the lights. I'm watching Back to the Future. Band? That is a song. That is by Dance Gavin Dance. I like that. I like Dance Gavin Dance. They're good. I am not familiar with them, but I do like that. That's an actually that's a great song title. I actually like the band name too. That's kind of fun. (laughs) Well, we'll listen to them afterwards. Good. All right. Next up, the world is a beautiful place, and I am no longer afraid to die. Song. That is a band. Sorry, Devin. Four wrong in a row. 
this can be salvaged. If you get the final, what do we have, three? Oh. Yeah, if you get the final three right, you still win the prize. All right. All right, number eight. Someday, in the event that mankind actually figures out what it is this world revolves around, thousands of people are going to be shocked and perplexed to find out it was not them. Sometimes. This includes me. I really, I want that to be a song. That is a song. Okay. That is by The Chariot. He's coming back around again. Yeah, you're coming back around. <laughs> All right, we got two left. Number nine, seagulls insane and swans deceased mining out the void. And? That is correct. Oh. Usually we know if someone's won or lost before the final question. This, this is, is really down to it, yeah. Oh, man, I'm nervous. Are you nervous? The suspense you is feel killing me. I wish I had a, a knife to cut the tension. With. Oh, man. All right, Devin, number 10. Paladins of the Golden Power fights with the Great Sword of Eternal Magic and the Great King's Will. Please let that be a band. It is a band! He wins! Devin wins. <laughs> um, for those uh, who aren't literally in the room right now, um, we are doing this on Zoom with Devin, so I cannot hand you your prize, but I will show it to you. Um, what you got? What you got? What you got? This is my favorite prize so far. Basically, most of the, prize, the prizes happen when I need to get rid of things. Okay. But they're interesting things. So, Devin, I have for you fireworks. Oh, sweet. <laughs> Someone. It's, a, it's, it's kind of. That's hilarious. It's kind of a weird story. I was. So, I was dog sitting, and Fourth of July is horrible for animals. Sure. In general. So, I'm sitting for this dog that gets terrified every year. And I had a friend that was just going to come and hang out for the day. And she comes and she shows up and she's like, Look, I brought fireworks. And it's like, Wow, that's not the time. And, but like, like, I don't know. I live in the city. When am I going to blow off fireworks? Plus, oh, anytime, because the Fourth of July is always during COVIDity in the city of Buffalo. Haven't you noticed? <laughs> That is true, but... The dogs. I, again, dogs. But I'm worried I'm going to hurt myself. You might. So, Devin, I am going to entrust you with what I believe is about $20 worth of fireworks for your Beautiful. great work. And, hey, uh, I, 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 need, I need a reason for my next tragedy. So this yeah, is, there this you is go. perfect. Yeah. Don't blow yourself up. Hey, don't, don't, don't don't, don't no one tries to blow themselves up. It just happens. Just putting well wishes in with that gift giving. I'm just, I'm just open to the possibility, you know. I, yeah. I go with the flow. I gave someone a bottle of absinthe once I didn't want. <laughs> oh. What am I supposed to do with this? And I'm like, I don't know. What am I supposed to do with it? And now we're going to drink it together in our deathbeds. Oh, my goodness. So that means that they're at the same time, and this, that means there's like a trajectory that I'm completely unaware of. Absolutely. You just got to coordinate. That's all. All right, Devin, thank you for joining us. Um, in the notes for the episode, we will include a link to your new album since this is going to be coming out December 1st. So if the album's out, we'll have that in there. If not, we will have plenty of other links in the notes so you can check out all of Devin's stuff since there is so much of it. So nice talking with you. Yeah, Devin, it was great talking with you. Thanks for coming on. Thanks, guys. And next up on the Struggle is Real Buffalo Music Podcast, we have the debut single by a local band called The Orange Corner, a new uh, jam band for your ears. So uh, if you want to check it out, this is their debut track. It is called Hippie Girl here on the Struggle is Real Buffalo Music Podcast on westernnewyorkmusic.com.
and we are back here on the Struggle is Real Buffalo Music Podcast. That is all we have for episode 67. 67 episodes. 67 episodes. The episodes just roll away like, I don't know. It's going so fast. It really is. Like, I go back to like, I'm looking at like episode like 23 and I'm like, I felt like that just happened. Like, can you call episode number 69, 34 plus 35, like Ariana Grande's new single? Did she do that? That's hilarious. It's actually going to be our best of 2020 episode. It's got episode yes. 69. So for episode 69, we're giving you the best that we have. <laughs> Perfect. I mean, what else would you know? I'm, I'm going to stop. I'm just going to stop. For that episode, um, episode next, number 68, yes, before for- you get to 69. Yes. Well, let's, we, yeah, we got a little work before we get to the 69. For episode 68, we're going to be talking with uh, singer-songwriter Philip Steven. Um, I love his music. I'm, we're, I'm really happy to have him on. Um, I, you know, I, I, he's one of my fill-in crew. I have this group, because like so many people have been quitting, like dropping out of COVID shows. I have this group of singer-songwriters that I like, I just have them in a group message at this point. I'm like, who wants this? And Philip Steven's in that group, and I, I love his music. He's a super like nice guy to deal with. Uh, I think he's going to have some really cool, insightful things to say. I'm going to try and talk him into bringing his guitar into the studio to maybe yes. do a live performance because we haven't done that in almost a year now. So I think that'll be great. So uh, I love the interconnectedness, the fabric of having interviewed Michael Farrow and then having Devin Mullen and then having Philip Steven and how interconnected these artists are. Yeah, it's really right. interesting. Like, I mean, it's kind of... You're right on the pulse, Ryan Garnett. I, that, that feels weird. <laughs> So Does that mean I know what it is? I don't know. Or, are you, or am I scared of it? Who's to say, man? Okay. So uh, I'm sure we're going to have a lot more to talk about with COVID. We're going to have music, games, yelling, nonsense, and more. Um, Cassidy, we'll see you next time. I'll be here. Excellent. Uh, folks, have a, uh, well, actually, this will be out after Thanksgiving. So everyone, I hope you had a great Thanksgiving. Um, life's really tough right now. Um, please be kind to everyone. Um, thanks, and keep struggling. Keep struggling.